Hi, welcome to Forget the Numbers, the student accounting show. The occasionally educational podcast that proves you're not totally alone in your ACCA journey, even when it feels like it. I'm Kate from the Learning Signal student success team. And today I am joined by Alan, who you all know, who I will be interviewing. Hello, another change of roles today. <laughs> this will be exciting. Yeah. So um, the reason why we, we've kind of flipped it is we want to, ahead of results week, we want to talk about um, a survey that we ran on just learnings from the March ACCA exam. And Alan has been totally involved in analysing these results and looking at the feedback from um, the March exam. So it's best that I interview Alan um, today and you can all learn from um, other students' feedback and also Alan's advice kind of analysing the the student survey. So Alan, do you want to tell us some top line or how was the, how was the results overall? Well, uh, I think the, the, the main result, and we tried to get this out in emails, but it's often different. The, the main result was that of surprise, or I was surprised Mm. Um, I always think I never get surprised by students and I do um, and it really is based on a large sample we got hundreds of people did reply to this and this would have been the survey for those of you who completed a, the survey that you would have filled in um, the evening the email you would have got the evening after you completed your exam so we got hundreds of people um, a very similar um, amount of people per subject so it was a really really good sample of our students and um it wasn't any one particular subject. There wasn't one subject that people found harder or easier. Um, but I think overall it was a surprise of, it's a mix of people recognising that some of the resources we offer, especially the boot camp, gets really, really good feedback. And then in the next question, we find out that, that they're not using it. Yeah. <laughs> and you just, it's, it's hard to kind of um, grapple. So there is a real recognition that we're providing some useful tools, tools there's also, they're not using them all, and we'll go into maybe some numbers mm. in a few minutes, that they're not actually using them all. And then I guess what we're seeing, what I see then is that I feel is a, somewhat a level of frustration um, when you guys then send in, in your emails after the results and say, oh, I didn't pass this time. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of, and now it's, uh, and not mean to be mean, it's beginning to make sense a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the results were get it, that students get. And looking at, at what you guys are doing when you're studying um, is beginning to make sense. And, and I, I think we should try and, I'd love to try and fix that. And yeah. I guess the podcast is the first step of trying to fix yeah. that. So I guess before we go into those tools and kind of talk about the learning resources, do you think that there's external factors in why maybe, so the tools, we've identified that the tools are efficient, but is it external factors like, for example, students are waiting too close to the exam um, to study or are they not following a timetable or they may be distracted by kind of other elements going on in their life and then, you know, they decide to study a bit too late. Do you think it's kind of some of those factors of not kind of studying early? I think it's a mixture of all of them, to be quite honest. I think, um, unlike any of our students, they're getting, um, they'll probably tell you that they're getting emails from us from the day after they complete yeah. their exams to start studying for the next one. And I know from feedback we've got from students and students have said, oh, why are you sending these emails so early? You're just trying to get money out of us. It's just that type of thing. And it really isn't. And like, there's no way, and I keep saying, there's no way you can start studying six weeks out from mm. the exams and consistently pass those exams easily. Um, and that is an issue. You can take all that information in. And of course, 
if I said email me in if you've been successful, of course there are people out there who have been successful and there are people out there who are better suited to exams. Um, but there's also looking at pass rates of 29%, there's a huge amount of people out there who are not being successful at that yeah. six-week thing. And then if you add in just the panic of six weeks and then you add in, well, what if that ends up being a busy six weeks of work? Um, what if you have kids? What if you have, I don't know, you're coming to the end of a season in a really important sports event that you're working on? Yeah. What if there's anything? Like we've talked to Philip before in the podcast and done the interview with Philip and uh, kind of how learning has started. And he took a long time doing exams and his was, uh, he had kids and he had all different reasons at the time. But you kind of, we did a podcast a while about being selfish. Mm. If you're going to take these on, do them, do them mm-hmm. and be sel- And if you can't get it all done in six weeks, well, do it over longer term. Don't yeah. try and do it different ways. Yeah. So let's talk then about some of the tools. Yes. Um, so boot camp. Yes. The famous boot camp. The famous boot Well, and it's nice that it's become famous yeah. and it's nice that it's become um a kind of a well-known tool that students would know, and I guess with thousands of people kind of signing up for it every every sitting, um, we really see that the whole boot camp idea, even to the extent that some other providers have used the word boot camp and started, yeah, yeah, yeah. started offering boot camp, <laughs> but there's only one boot camp. But, um, and even there, and, and students come back and they love it. And like already in the last couple of weeks, we've got, well, when can we sign up for the June exam boot camp? And which we haven't we haven't launched that yet, and we haven't and we will be very soon. But it only starts three weeks before the exam, so we wouldn't be getting it started. But students are already asking, when can we when can we do it? Like, oh, this is great, and they really love it. And we work really really hard to get twenty one days planned for mm-hmm. all of, for whatever eleven subjects, um, all in advance with answers and solutions and mm-hmm. guidance and emails. It's a lot of work, and we kind of think this is brilliant, and they really love it. And then we see the results. Mm-hmm. And I think, the, what was the result? So I, I guess just just in case we have any new listeners, Bootcamp, as you said, Alan, is 21 di- it's 21 days of daily motivation and coaching, right? Mm-hmm. So in the lead up to your exam. And we'd, we, um, uh, I guess, motivate and pretty much direct and guide, guide even and lead um, students in what they should study and then the questions that they should attempt. Mm-hmm. So look, j- just kind of explaining that 53% of students completed only five days or or less of the 21 available. And that was the one thing that when I when and Connor did and you all know Connor, Connor did a lot of work in these. He did the, he crunched all the numbers. He put it all together. And I think he was kind of, he goes, wait, it was basically, he was waiting to see my reaction when I saw that one. And, um, and like it's five or less. So 53% of people finished five or less. That's not even saying that half people did five. Yeah. That could, that was just the quit. That was just the answer in the, the way the, the question. I wonder if only, if anybody did one, would that be a high number? And I, I, I'm not too sure what it is. Um, do you think that maybe it's that, you know, somebody misses a couple of days and then they just get really like, oh, well, I can't. It is momentum. Yeah. And there are days when you maybe just don't feel like it and, mm. and days when, I don't know, you might have a bit of a cold or you might have a long day or you might have kids and you're busy mm. with the kids. Um, 
but it's not that does um, and it's like everything when you hear about people dieting and they mm. start a new diet and then they're I don't know bold for one day or they have food they shouldn't have had for one day it's very hard to start again people go oh well because I'm they get really hard on themselves yeah. yeah it's probably that it's like you get hard on yourself well I can't do it I failed and it's not really about that no it's not and, and like realistically is there there are not many people who will follow 21 days of boot yeah. camp religiously. I, I, I'm not too sure anybody who's studying ACCA exams has the scope or the ability to, to free up 90 minutes exactly yeah. every single day and test a question and do it in exam time. But I would have expected it more than five. Yeah. I would expect it that most people should be doing at least half the questions. I would expect that you have one day a week and the thing about questions is you can only study so much in a day. Mm. So if you try to read a book or even if you try to look at all our lectures and you try to do eight hours of that, there's only so much you can take in. But questions you can do more of. So if you're doing question after question, they are something that you can do over a long period of time. You could probably do four hours of questions and still learn something. But doing four hours of watching videos or sitting in a lecture, you're only going to take in so much. Right. So it should be it shouldn't be a oh well I've I've missed it out now, so I've messed it up, so I might as well just throw it mm. all away. It's all about whatever day you miss, or if you miss a day or two, try and catch up or say, Okay, I've missed a mm. day or two. There's nothing I can do about that now. So I've missed day three and four Day five is tomorrow. I'm going to start again at day five. On day five. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is you have time for, but it's all about momentum. Yeah. And it's not just about practicing questions and it's not just about, like we've had students who said, oh, there's not a lot of questions on a learn signal. I can get a book with hundreds of questions. But I think we've proven students don't do hundreds mm. of questions. So what is it that, what you need to do is just get started on day five. If you miss day five, get started on day six. Try and catch up if you can. But it's all about momentum and question practice just gives you confidence. Yes, it builds up your skills. Yes, it does all of that. But it makes you feel better going into the exams. And and that's as much as what it's for. So just don't give up on it. Don't give up on yourself, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think that's a big learning. So anyone that's going to take boot camp for the June sitting, be aware that if you miss a couple of days, don't let that. That doesn't mean you haven't completed boot camp, right? So just start again. um, And, you know, I'm, you know, or the t- the student success team can email students in between and just just kind of you know relay that and 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 kind of encourage you to keep going because yeah. I think that maybe that's and don't be afraid to email saying yeah. I just I've missed three days what do I do yeah. just keep going yeah. uh, like just start again um, it doesn't really it doesn't really matter that you miss a day or two but if you look at fifty three percent of people did five days or less and the average pass rate in an ACCA exam is kind of across the board is probably somewhere in the mid to late 40s, I think, something like that. Um, there's a kind of correlation between that and you kind of have to commit mm. and there's no easy way to do these exams. Yeah, yeah there isn't. There really isn't. Um, so mock exams, will yes. we talk through the mock exam result? Oh, lovely, yeah. Um, so only 49% of students completed a mock. Mm-hmm even though you are 30% more likely to pass if you take a mock, yes. a percentage that increases rapidly if you take more. Yeah. So the mock exam, again, I'm saying the same thing. And people go, oh, he's always saying the same thing. But it's still the same thing. It hasn't mm-hmm. changed. If you do a mock exam, um, you'll be better prepared for the day you go in. And so let's say, okay, there's 49% of people who did a mock exam. 
So that means there's 51% of people who only attempted a practice exam the first time they saw the full exam was the day they went yeah. to the exam hall. It's kind of crazy. It is it? crazy yeah. when you think about, oh, well, I might have, oh, there's a question here or a question there, or I know what all the questions look like. But like that that's not the point. It's putting them all together and putting yourself in a situation where, okay, I'm going to go into a room with a desk and a chair and a pen and some paper and an exam. I'm going to see if I can complete this exam in three hours. And if I can't complete it in three hours, why couldn't I? So let's say it's time management. Let's say I ran out of time. That now gives you the extra time. So, okay, I ran out of time. What took all my time? Oh, I've made too many points or my writing's too slow or whatever it is that gets you to improve. And especially if you submit it to us, we give you all that feedback and we, we kind of help you spot the areas of improvement. So now, you know, for whatever remaining time between doing a mock and the actual exam, it mightn't be content. Mm. And I don't believe, I think anybody who gets above 35% in an ACCA exam, so if you've failed one in the past and you've got above 35%, the chances are it's not knowledge at that point that stopped you getting to 50. The chances are it's exam technique and practice. And maybe that three hours, and people go, well, three hours is a long time, I can't get three hours. But what's better, giving yourself three hours now or repeating an exam and paying yeah. the extra fees and having the extra stress. Mm-hmm. So three hours in the grand scheme of things, if it saves you a delay of 12 weeks of finishing your ACCA exams, mm-hmm. I think is well worth it. Yeah. And I mean, I think that the facts are there. We've kind of really reiterate every sitting that you are 30% more likely to pass. So yeah. I guess the students that decide not to are probably not really doing themselves any favours, really, are they? Yeah. And that 30% is our number. When we sit down and I often talk to people in the ACCA in education and we talk, we we compare, I guess, those areas where we wish students really paid a little bit more attention to and, and kind of felt it was a little bit important. And when they, when we talk to them about our 30% number, there are people in who run the education of ACCA who think actually that number sounds low, that they would instinctively think it's actually a higher beneficial benefit and obviously the more exams you do the better so if you do two mock exams you'd be more prepared it's no different to to sport it's no different than playing instruments it's no different than anything the more you practice the better you'll be Uh, for some reason people can do with musical instruments and sports but when it comes to education they think oh no i'll be fine i don't have to practice as much it's different it is not different at all yeah so, ready for the next yes, blog of stat? Keep going. Uh, 72% was the average course completion rate. That's yes. that's over a quarter of the course ignored. Yeah. Um, and you can't wonder why. And again, is a time and which pieces of the course. So, obviously, what we could do it, but it would take us a long time, and I'm not too sure to benefit. So, all of the people who responded, giving us that average of, of 72%, um, means that we could go in and say, well, what parts did they think weren't relevant? Which is the interesting part. Um, and also the thing about averages, averages can be misleading. So you could be sitting there thinking, oh, 72% is not that bad, that's three quarters. But we have a lot of students who have done 100% or 98% mm. or 95%. So for every 99%, we could have a 40%. Mm-hmm. So there's people going into their exams having completed 40% of their course content. Mm-hmm. So you kind of go, oh, well, well, that's just, nuts that's just crazy what for how could you possibly choose 40 percent because if you talk to any examiner in acca 
you say, what's your main aim for the exam? And one of them will be to include as much of the syllabus in that exam as possible, Mm -hmm. especially in applied skills. So in applied skills where they ask all the multiple choice and the case study questions, they can pretty much touch on everything. So yes, it might be time. But again, if you're running out of time, you're starting too late. Uh, So like in a funny way, it's not when you have everything in front of you and you're running out of time. Yes, you can make lots of excuses. But I'll go back to saying the professional exams and you need to be professional. Mm. And if you did, if you were, and I think somebody in the office when we were talking about these raised thing, imagine if you went to the doctor and the doctor said, how good of you or a doctor are you? And the doctor says, oh, I've covered 75% of everything I need to know about the human body. But what if the 25% is your problem and it's not spotted? Would you go to a doctor who has only done Mm, three quarters of a course? And I think that's that's the thing. So how do you expect to pass any exam when you've only done that level? Yeah, yeah. Um, So finally, 70% of students completed less than three CBE, Mm. which is the um, constructed response attempts using our free tool that replicates your exam experience. Yeah. And this is back to practicing again. Um, So anybody who's a member knows that we have a constructed response tool on our site, which pretty much uh, matches what the ACCA have. And even the ACCA have practice questions on their site, which are not very well used, apparently. And we've done some videos recently that are going on the ACCA website, showing people how to best answer a question and use them. Um, But yes, so few people do them. And like, if you think about it, if you're doing boot camp, there's 21 questions. You can practice all those in a CBE way. Mm. Um, but even during, even th- what we've done since then with all the questions that you can practice at any time and the fact that people are, are practicing so little. And I think this is a little bit different because I, I, I've talked to a few students and, and we've dealt with some students who have struggled in applied skills. And what's common about everybody who struggles is that they answer all their questions in paper and pencil or pen and paper. And then when they go to exam, they answer in computers. And when I say, why do you do that? I said, oh, well, I use computers and work. It's always mm. the same. But it's not the same because it's just different. And on the day, it just feels different. And you're so used to answering with a pen and paper. And all of a sudden, your environment changes on an exam day when you're already stressed. Yeah. And you write differently. So you have to practice how you write and how you answer and the benefits of practicing CPE. It actually saves you time being able to, like if you think you're doing a net present value calculation and then part B asks you to do the calculation the same way, but just change one point. If when you're practicing pen and paper, you have to write everything out. When you're using your Excel, you just copy it and change the number and you've saved yourself 10, 15 minutes and anybody knows doing ACCA exams, saving time is the biggest benefit because you'll get to answer more questions so like not practicing those um people with applied skills right now you should never use pen and paper ever use pen never ever answer a question using pen and paper find a way to practice questions using um some kind of model if it's not ours go on to the acca website but use something but you should never ever answer questions using a pen and paper um especially for the constructive response you should always practice in some way um, and especially now with uh, in the next 18 months, the strategic professional exams are all going to be CBEs yeah. as well. So if you're starting off on your path and you're doing applied skills now and you've got a year of those ahead of you, the chances are you will always be doing computer-based exams yeah. and will never have to return to pen and paper. So the quicker you 
acknowledge that and get over that fact and, and accept the fact that this is the way it is and you've chosen those exams, the better. Yeah. And then I think it's important to kind of to mention collectively that over half of the students who took who completed the survey uh, were taking the exam at least the third time. Mm. So I think that it's important to know that um, the results that we're kind of saying aren't great that is proving to be as in the results that we're saying actually that's not great you should be doing boot camp you should be doing mock yeah. the 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 people that aren't doing them aren't aren't passing, passing. And, and it's the yeah. same and, and it's, un, it's unfortunate and this is not an I told you so podcast this is you might believe me now but this is supposed to encourage you to do more <laughs> um, but this really is this is not um we're not going to make excuses for the ACCA. Yeah. We're not going to say the exams are too hard. We're not going to say anything like that. What we're going to say is that you have to take a little bit more responsibility. And we are we are here to help. And one of the things we did recently, um, on the back of these results, actually, and we did it really quickly when we saw the results, is we completely changed our study timetables. Yes. And we gave PDF and we gave Excel, Excel versions that you can go along and you can tick things off mm-hmm. and it'll cross them out. Um, we gave questions for you to practice um, mm. your knowledge. We gave practice, questions for you to practice your exam technique. We designed the 12 weeks with boot camp and exam, webinar week all included. So like we are trying to help, yeah. but we can only do so much for somebody. Yeah. Uh, and you, unfortunately, you can't make, I can't sit at every study desk yeah. and make sure everybody is studying. Um, and it really is a, there's a, that whole thing about we do 30%, 30% is, is the work and the knowledge that you build up. 30% are all the resources yeah. and the help and the boot camp that we give you. But there's that 40% of being successful in any exam, and especially in ACCA, that, you, that has to come from the student, has to come from you guys who take responsibility and say, yes, it's not fun putting hours of work in, but it's a lot less fun getting mm-hmm. a fail in an exam than yeah. it is doing the work. So... The, the one as hard as the ACCA exams are, you do get your result is fair. You yeah. kind of deserve the result you get, and you're made to earn that fifty marks. Um, but in years to come, when you're an accountant and you look at other accountants uh, coming through, um, and you're getting jobs and getting benefit from mm. doing your ACCA, well, the reason why you're getting jobs and getting benefits is because the companies that you're working for, maybe your own company, are recognising the benefit yeah. of that. So Yeah, I mean, I think as well, it's exactly what you said. We don't, we still want to be very, it's a very, the ACCA is very positive, um, passing the ACCA is an extremely positive experience. Mm. That's why it's in such demand. And I think that the, the positive piece in all of this is the end goal of, you know, passing your ACCA, getting an amazing new job, you know, progressing your career, um, salary increases, you know, just getting more opportunities. So the end goal is worth it. Um, but I think that, you know, the platform is designed, we've designed the Learning Signal platform plus the additional resources to say it's not a book that we kind of go, right, you know, take what you want out of it. It's designed in a way of, yeah, do this and you will pass mm-hmm. um, so I don't really think there's any way around some of it particularly mock that just seems seems yeah. kind of crazy um, but I suppose the, the kind of highlight pieces because it's um, you know we're, we're delivering this information to you ahead of results week so it's the perfect time to um, just just slightly change or tweak or get motivated for the June sitting. But um, my key takeouts from Alan's advice and Alan 
correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm mm-hmm. saying anything's wrong, but boot camp, there's obviously a drop off there because people are feeling, oh, I haven't completed X day, so I may as well just give up. Exactly as you said, even the way people kind of diet or exercise or that type of thing. And we're saying to you now, if you miss a couple of days, you don't let that, you know, completely deter you from completing it. Start on the day that we're advising to start and just keep going. So don't stop because you've missed a couple of days for whatever reason. Keep going with it. Um, mock, you have to do a mock if you want to do well in your exam. I think it's 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 that simple. You have to complete the course. Um, it's crazy that only a quarter, that a quarter would be left um, uncompleted. And yeah, the C- the CBE are our free tool um, that replicates your exam experience. It sh- it really should be used. Is that? I think you've nailed, nailed it there. It. I think the rest is down to the people listening to us, right? Now. Yeah, and saying it that quickly, it's not really that hard. No, it's not. <laughs> it's tough, but it's not yeah. hard, and it's not yeah. impossible. Yeah, it's not impossible. Working is harder than doing the exam, so it, <laughs> it only gets worse after this. So <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I think we uh, will leave it at there and um, good luck to anyone um, receiving results um, next week. Hopefully you'll find this podcast useful if you're if you're listening to it before results or, or after. And if you have any questions on anything that Alan has talked to in terms of the exam, you know that we are here at Learn Signal. We have 24 hours to tutor support, so we'll be happy to answer any questions that you have. Um, so that's it from me. Thank you so much. Best of luck. Bye-bye. Bye.